foie gras, pulled pork, bok choy, squid ink, dining with Doug and Karen. Okay, I think this is how it goes. Uh, uh, hello, I'm Doug Benson. Hi. Yeah. Is that right? It's pretty close. I'm Karen Anderson. Hi. And this is Dining with D. And K. Right. Or. Coming to you, what? What some people are calling formally it. Formerly known as. Oh, nobody's calling it that. It, it doesn't look like the, like the word dick. All right. She thinks the ampersand between the D and the K looks like uh, it's just, you know, one of those things where you block out a couple of letters when you use a dirty word. But you wouldn't use just one big ampersand for the I and the C. You'd use two different symbols. And <laughs> you can just say dick, I think, now. It's okay. Dining, oh, dining right. with dick. Oh, you got a good point. Yeah, yeah you can just no say it. There's no reason to clean it up. Yeah. 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 Dining with D and K. It's yeah. our new... Lo- oh, and I got a new Instagram. Yeah, she's going crazy with the Instagram, like, from episodes from weeks ago. The food's just popping up. I, call it, I called it leftovers, uh, something they, well, that wasn't good. You didn't like that. So I called <laughs> it, uh, I think I called it something else. <gasps> There's going right. to be a oh, holiday It's like Radio Lab now. There's noises in the background. Yeah. We're in a real uh, restaurant. A working the, restaurant. The upstairs part. Oopsies. Uh, but let's, uh, let's take care of this phone call real quick. Who is it? It's <laughs> so you know how we get like those screeners and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know everyone wants to borrow the screener. So anyway, uh, our neighbors are like, uh, "Oh yeah, we like to see some of those." So I said, "Okay, I'll leave them on my f- front porch, and you can come pick them up, borrow them, and then bring them back." <laughs> I forgot to do it. I bet that's what this says. <laughs> I bet this says they're not we there. We should at least yep, text them back. Go. You know, sorry. Stop by to grab the DVDs and couldn't find them. Oopsies, I'll say. Yeah, just go, uh, oops, they're in my butt. I kind of forgot. (laughs) I'll do later. (laughs) Or just keep giving him clues. I mean, where are they in your house? Should I? Should I? Could you? Is there a back door and a uh-huh. key and all that kind no. of stuff? Can Which window do you leave open? We just met them. They're new. Oh, okay. okay. That's this is my, you know, this is my breaking the bread, if you will. Did thing. you? And you really wrote back, oopsies. Oopsies. I kind of forgot. <laughs> kind of forgot. <laughs> well, what do I say? You forgot. You didn't kind of forget. I forgot. You straight up forgot to do it. I forgot. You're right. I kind of forgot. I kind of forgot. I thought about it a lot. <laughs> but then at the last Didn't second, I was like, I wait, what? Put them later. Hey, so uh, this is uh, Billy Wayne Davis. Billy is I didn't know when to come in, but you guys were both looking at me at one point, and I was like, yeah. this is it. No, did you, you pick were Billy good for at the, that. For Very the, professional. Did you pick him for the, uh, the Southern Drawl? Well, I thought that uh, he would uh, know and appreciate barbecue. Yes, just that's assume true. that about him from that's, the future. I hate that that's true, but yeah, been together. And, <laughs> I love uh, the, the, the draw; it's awesome. But Thank also, you. just been really wanting to have him on the show in general, and thought you know, this is worth a shot asking mm-hmm. him to do it because I also got down to the wire because I forgot to take care of it in the previous year, and uh, this year just started. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's fresh, new. Yeah, so it's weird to be having to reach out to people like on New Year's Day. Hey, can you come eat barbecue tomorrow? But, and I was like, yeah. Uh, but he was like that. only the second or third person I asked. The first was a lady who pulled the vegetarian card. Oh, oh. boy. So we'll see her down the road next time we eat. My wife's vegetarian, but she place. will have pulled pork. Barbecue pulled pork. That's her one. That's the one thing. Yeah. My wife, what? I know. Every, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I should just say her name. 
It's hard. I mean, even oh, when I say my, idea. when that I just say idea. my wife, even that pops in my head. I'm like, that's that thing from the thing. Yeah, you could thwart <laughs> that with uh, just saying her name. What is your wife's name? Aaron. Aaron. Okay, yeah. great. I'll just do that from We've now on. We've established Aaron that. Yeah. and Billy. I love it. We she's, want to teach the ba- a new baby in our lives. She's a, she's already one, but we want to teach her to say my wife. I think it'll be good. That's great. Yeah. Won't that be fun? Who's got a baby? Jeff. Remember Jeff who did our uh, our, our song for our our, uh, our um, podcast? Yeah. How's he in your family? Well, I just can say I've known him since he was 16. So oh, okay. I find, you know, I figure that. Yeah. Every 16 year old I ever knew, I'm still very close with. Well, yeah. That's probably not good. <laughs> He's 35 now. Yeah. So. All right. The baby is, you know. But he's been consistently in your life yeah, since he was 16. Yeah, so absolutely. That makes more sense than just being like, I met this dude when he was 16. <laughs> Two years ago, he showed back up. <laughs> and I said, welcome to our family. Yeah, and he's like, all right. I hear you got a baby I want to look at a lot. And he's like, I do. <laughs> Teach it to save my wife. And we're set. I worked with the guy that did the my wife thing last year and for two weeks. And it was really hard not to say some stuff to him. Like the... Sasha, I worked with him. You mean oh, you it did. was hard to not? Because did he occasionally refer to his wife and think oh, people were just she was let on the phone go? a couple of times? So he'd be like, "I'm on the phone with my wife." Yes, and you and you just sat there. I couldn't do it because I didn't want to lose my. You know what I mean? I didn't. I'd do the loudest one he ever heard. It was. I don't know how you could have helped it. It was well. There would, were, the situations you know, that were That would tense. be funny to do to like throw your hands over your mouth in the during the second word and run. <laughs> like, just jump out I of the think car. He'd really be amused by like somebody that he couldn't stop themselves. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure he gets a lot of stuff. I think that's oh, what I was thinking. I bet yeah. you people are like you, and they're shy. I would. Uh, oh well, but well for uh, one he thing, was, he does have a powerful presence as yes. a, as a human. Yeah. yeah, he does seem extra special, just standing around being all boring. And then also, at the same time, peop- a lot of people probably can't pin where they know him from because he doesn't he doesn't ever actually look like Borat. Yeah. You know, he's he's looking like whatever he's doing next or whatever. Anytime he was in public, he had a vague disguise on. And then when we were done shooting, he took it off and walked through. And you could tell, like, they were, like, through the lobby of the hotel. And there were, like, three people that were, like, immediately, like, that's the... And everybody else was just like, that's just some dude. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you're looking for celebrities somewhere, you're going to give a second look to somebody with, like, a hat and sunglasses. Yeah. But in real reality, nobody... Yeah, he would just. Nobody put really looks at those people. Glasses really, yeah. I mean, the Clark Kent thing's ridiculous in Superman, but uh, it, it is a difference, though. It yeah. is, well, it is an actual disguise, especially sunglasses. Yeah. Well, I like the the celebrities at LAX that wear sunglasses inside LAX. We're like, you look weird. Yeah. That's why I'm looking at you. It's not because <laughs> yeah. you're famous. It's because it's daytime it is yeah. bright it's, in there, but though. it's bright so, That's I, true. so i do it Damn sometimes it. i'm sorry you guys i mean I you know I I'm, al- I'm al- almost want to put them on right now and here this is yeah i could go got for some real sunlight, sunlight put them on coming through the no i don't want to be <laughs> i could i got mine rude to we could all to billy the, has to some i have some i'll put them on chef so um there was a kind of they're working over there. There was kind of a loud noise, so I don't. That makes me feel not so bad uh, about going. We're gonna oh, eat. <laughs> you got me good on that one, Doug. She did jump. I know. Literally jump. No, no, but that she was. She does a, every right time, but me. that was a really good one. Uh, listeners, Doug is sitting beside me, which is rare. He's usually across from me, so I can kind of see it coming, but 
Uh, that one, you know, people can go back it, and listen to it. It was pretty smooth. It side-blinded I slipped it in there pretty good. Si- it blindsided Yeah, because I act like everything's all casual and then hit and you And then he it. screams at me. Yeah. <laughs> it got me. I'll be honest. I didn't see it coming. I didn't know it was coming. I didn't know it was a thing. I, I feel, we used to do this in a studio, and I didn't feel so bad about doing that every time. But now that we're in real restaurants, sometimes with actual customers around us, uh, it's, it's it's embarrassing. Tough. Um, oh my God! We were, my girlfriend and I were in a restaurant the other night. And, my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. you. It was stupid. went through my head. I'm glad someone did it. <laughs> so glad you did it. And um, there was this big table of people. It was like a sushi restaurant. It wasn't like a you know, I mean, it had a bar and stuff. But uh, these people just started playing the the penis game where there's who can yell penis the loudest. Oh, and I've never I just, heard of that I game. Couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> never? No. I no, man. Believe. I've never heard of So you were never like a 15-year-old boy? <laughs> you were never a 15-year-old well, boy. I mean, what, are, what All right. What, so what happens? <laughs> the premise is, we don't have to play it here, yeah. but the premise is that, you know, see who can uh, say the word penis the loudest. And, you know, the idea is somebody's going to be like, I'll show everybody and just scream it. But these guys started out at a scream. And so each person had to be louder than that. And it was just, well, I that's couldn't, not I even couldn't fun. believe we were in a real restaurant and that like, that no one from the restaurant said, Hey guys, what are you doing? <laughs> no one cared. <laughs> it wasn't like a drunken college bar. But no, no, did you ever get like someone said, all right, there wasn't enough. loud music playing. Enough with yelling penis. We get it. Did everyone well, just you know, act they stopped like Because no. as that game usually does, it, <laughs> they have a lot of games here. We Everybody a takes a stab at it. Well, yeah, they got games here where you have to yell out Yahtzee and Jenga. Shit. Yeah, but that's way better than the penis game. Well, how do you win? Yeah. By being the biggest jackass. It's that like says it the loudest. It usually is like this penis, 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 penis. Which oh, is you fun. win. You There's know, the guy who said it yeah. loud enough for other people to hear. Yes, yes. <laughs> now the game is just... Who really can be Who's the loudest? Who's gonna get kicked out of the restaurant? <laughs> Billy, do you do you sing at all? No, I don't. Oh God, what a voice he's got! I no? wish I could. I mean, can you imagine? It I seems bet to be could. more consistent work than comedy. You and could people read seem poems. to appreciate it so much more than comedy. You it's could have somebody soothing. strum a guitar while you read poems, and it'd be the same, same thing. I would. Johnny Cash read the Bible through. And people Whoa. buy that as a recording all the time. And I would love to do that. And people are like, oh, you're religious? Like, not at all. But not, listen to but this tone. Just listen to me read. Levi- I can read Leviticus. <laughs> <laughs> I can say Leviticus. Leviticus. Well, I'm going to uh, go. Uh, okay, so we got to establish where we're at. Oh, I sure. mean, it's in the description of the show. But for people who don't read that, we're very oh, excited yeah. about being in Studio City, California. Restaurant row, really, this is. A lot know? of restaurants. Yeah. Uh, Barrel and Ashes. Mm-hmm. Been around for a few years now, I think. And it's a uh, barbecue. What's so. it like between Witsit and Tahunga on Ventura <laughs> Boulevard? <laughs> between, well, it, it, it is, but it's closer to Colfax, I'd say. I always think yes. of Colfax yes. good old as, as Colfax. a good signpost. Good old Colfax. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've eaten here uh, with my husband. And uh, you know, I thought maybe you guys would scream my husband. <laughs> anyway. Why would we do that? Yeah, that doesn't make any know, sense. Try, I it's said what it really good. It's what some, someone innocently says, my wife. Because also, I won't do it if someone's just saying oh, Yeah, I didn't want to do it just then, and you just did it. And I was like, you just. But yeah. the one with, oh, right. Yeah. But the one with my girlfriend was accidental. That was great, though. Yeah. You did that accidentally. 
so it made me real happy. <laughs> um, but uh, they have a they huge... They have spirits? They've got... The guy's going to... I'm going to go get the spirits guy, guys. And, okay. And since... And there's Billy, a lot there's of a spirits. spirits guy, you guys. Yeah. Billy, I didn't know who the guest was today, so I brought an extra... I give, I give Doug a Christmas card every year. That's nice. And um, Aristotle gets a card, and then now Billy gets Thank a card. Thank you. I didn't... Bring you and anything. it's really just a wonderful thing. I should have one of those. <laughs> Don't look at it for too long, because if you s- stare at mutants, you might become one. <laughs> She's got chickens. Oh, it's chickens? She's got chickens. At first, I thought maybe you couldn't get the whole family together for a picture, but then I realized that they're all in. I will say it. I I just put it. They got solo shots. They got solo shots, and all the animals got in. Yeah, the animals are adorable. We got a new kitty, by the way. Yeah, we got chickens. Well, you might you get a new cat, but you might lose a chicken. Oh, that's right. That now it's it. That thing is so secure. It was like we had to take like a second mortgage on the house to get a fucking chicken coop. It was the doggy. With the hat on? Is it good? I mean, it's adorable, but just how does the dog feel about the hat? Did th- that dog is... Likes it? Loves it. Loves it. Loves it. Like, can't wait to get the into the hat. The other one, yeah. the big one, he won't put a hat on. Yeah, some some just want it off immediately. Yeah. And I always feel like, oh, maybe they just got the picture before the dog swiped it off of his own head. Oh, it's a game. <laughs> Do you have, yeah. you have pets? I have one, and then we've been keeping a friend's dog for a long time. How I long? just think they moved at this How point. How long about? It's about three weeks. Oh, <laughs> it's a long. Like, it is a long time, right? I thought you were going to say we've got one, and we're you know we're working on having another. <laughs> we're going to going to try to have another another dog. I was just talking to my son, my about his grandmother, my mother. My mom can hear dog whistles. Wow. And I was like, so the next time you see your grandma, ask her if she's part dog. Here comes Blaine, everybody, with... Oh, Blaine. He's Hello. Sit right there. Just co- talk right into that. Perfect. Hello, Look at this. everyone. Hello, Blaine. So we've got a couple of cocktails for you guys to This is to amazing. Try. Here you go. So excited. Oh, my God. Donuts on it. There's... <laughs> what the fuck? Yep, those are... Uh, so that's a maple burai donut old-fashioned. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of words. I just threw at you. Um, and then next to it there is going to be our Kentucky Mule. All right, now I have to do all the drinking because Karen's got issues, and uh, Billy, you drove over here today. Yeah. Is that your deal? I, no, you, well, I don't drink. You normally drink, drink you no, don't drink, don't drink at all. No, I had, good, I had a good about time in my 20s. And then, getting dug with high. And then one time, I, one day, I was like, you know what? This is enough. Yeah, so weed's your jam now. Weed is it. good. I do weed, too. God, I, I love it. it. Karen's, ha- Karen's really into weed all of a sudden. I had, to, I had to switch over because, you know, it's not fair if you're not allowed to drink. That's Because drinking's fun. So, oh, so that's what you're doing is the old uh, smoking weed because you can't drink? Yes. I call it California oh, okay. sober. Okay. I like I mean, I am. I like I, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, it's it's nothing that, like, I just can't have it because of my medicines, you know? I turn into a lunatic. <laughs> you should see it's pretty weird. <laughs> it doesn't, do not want to It see does that. not match. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's back to the subject at hand. These drinks. Yes. Thank you for making them for no us. Problem. So. Uh, which one should I try first? Let's probably go with the one you have in front of you, the Kentucky Mule there. Okay. So. It's a Kentucky Mule, so it's a spin on the typical uh, mule yeah. beverage. Yes. The, Ginger beer. Yes. But we actually, uh, 
make our own ginger syrup here. So our kind of philosophy, especially with cocktails, is like it's cooking with liquid. Um, and so if we can make it ourselves, we do. Um, so we take ginger, cold pressed juice it, and then make a syrup out of it. Uh, add a little soda water, bourbon, top it with a nice little bitters float, and, and there you are. It's refreshing, it's fun, but it's definitely got that ginger punch that uh, I don't think a ginger beer you can buy on the market can replicate. So I'm very excited about this because uh, I really have been uh, trying a lot of mules of yeah. late. They're fun. Have you seen the mule? They're fun. Uh, no, because... It's not out yet, is it? The no. difference between this drink and the movie <laughs> The Mule is I do not feel this drink is racist. <laughs> okay. But you might yeah, talk to you. a chair if you drink that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. That is like drinking a candy store. Are you going to switch? It's from like, what candy would it be most like, you think? Oh, man. Probably the the, g- the gingins, the ginger chews with the oh, really pompous yeah. ginger on the package. <laughs> like the one from Trader Joe's? I mean, like that kind of yeah, ginger was, chew? Yeah, but it's the, you know, the it's the green package one. It's the, no, no, the ginger's lounging because he's very comfortable. I don't know. Yeah, that's beautiful. It really warms you up. Doesn't good uh, holiday drink. Yeah, it's holiday all year round. I was like, that, that was a day one cocktail. We change our cocktail menu about every two or three months with newer additions. There's a couple we don't change, and that one's been on since day one. Talk a little bit about this uh, it crazy. There's more whiskey on here than anything <laughs> I've seen. Yeah, we have. I think current last count we were at 258 different whiskeys, uh, not including. That's like the stuff. most. Uh, it's the most American whiskey in LA that I can find. Um, but yeah, it's. I like this. You, someone's hiding how much they got, and you're like, I can't find. Someone else may have some more, <laughs> but I can't find it. Yep. Um, do you get to just go? Do you, I mean you must go to tastings all the time and try to find this? Yeah, I mean you it's get we, tips. Our reputation has kind of preceded us, so people actually like to bring them to me now. But when we first started off, kind of set out to collecting them, it was a lot of hunting down different brands and this and trying different fun ones and uh, I've been very lucky I got to go to Kentucky I've met the Russells of Wild Turkey I've met the almost like many major distillery I've got to talk to distillers and it's definitely a fun world and I mean especially with barbecue uh, whiskey I'm gonna interrupt you real quick yes. as someone that went to school in, at Western Kentucky it's rare you hear a sentence I got really lucky I got to go to Kentucky <laughs> <laughs> I went to Kentucky because it was cheaper <laughs> Well, talk- I do know what you're talking about. Did yeah, you have right. some whiskey then? Oh, I drank days? so much. Yeah, no, I I could talk to you about Kentucky bourbon for a long time just for living there for two years in my drinking days. It's yeah. definitely like a, it's almost like a religion down there. Like it's uh, it's, it's not almost it is a religion. <laughs> that and horse racing. Yep. That's what they horse do. Horse racing, yeah. yeah. That's what you hear about. Yeah. That and everyone wants to own a thoroughbred and a distillery. What do you think of this one? I've never dunked a donut into uh, alcohol before, but uh, I think it's my it's going to be my new jam. <laughs> it's like uh, rum cake. It's really crazy. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would say welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is. <laughs> is this it is just, a discovery. That's amazing. I've been able to lay off donuts of late, and I'm more of an alcohol person than a donut person, but. 
Now I can be both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, so that what you're drinking now is uh, a maple boo ride donut old fashioned. So what that basically mm. means is I took uh, we have some private barrels here. So a lot of whiskeys you buy at the store, like a Buffalo Trace or something, are going to be um, like a blend. Like so it's consistent every time you buy it. Uh, what we are able to do here, since we sell so much whiskey, is we go to Kentucky and we pick out our own barrels. So it has a very unique flavor profile. Like in essence, it's the only place in the world you can get this exact whiskey because it's ours. Um, so that's a blend of our private barrel uh, Russell's Reserve 10-year uh, bourbon and then a, uh, uh, our Whistle Pig Rye private barrel. So it's two single casts that we blend together to give you a full flavor profile. Uh, Barrel-aged maple syrup from Whistle Pig Rye and some bitters and a little bit of a donut on top. A but little donut on top doesn't hurt. No, that's actually a fun trick that um, one of the national representatives for Knob Creek, she does a tasting all over the country where they pair whiskey and donuts. It's a real hard day at work when you got to show up <laughs> and eat donuts and whiskey, but oh she God. stands that it's one of the best pairings. And so I was like, well, I'm going to steal that and make it an old fashioned. So. Well, I mean, I don't want to bring up rum cake again. I thought it was a pretty good apropos thing, but <laughs> rum cake is, it's not that, it's the same yeah, it's method. Yeah, same concept right there. Except for it's cooked. Well, actually you pour some on top at the end and light it on fire sometimes, still cooked, mm. right? Boy, oh boy. It's great, huh? <laughs> What's going to be your new I'm Year's like, what food? <laughs> you know, this is, this is killing it. Now, you've also probably had bacon and uh, whiskey before, I bet. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, we did a, like a fat wash one time uh, where we would basically put the bacon in the bourbon and then it like soaks and then you have to get it cold. Otherwise, you don't want that fat in there. And when it gets cold, you just skim it off the top like a film and then it has that kind of salinity and that meat flavor. Do you just like experiment? Like, do you t say, you know what, this rib bone, I'm going to just try it. I'm going to put it in some whiskey and I'm going to see what happens. Yeah, no, there's a lot of like, I get bored very easily. So, and uh, it's kind of like a playground. Like I'll come in on well, some I can days. only imagine what he's put in whiskey. <laughs> I don't want to know everything, Blaine. I'm alone with all these, all these I'm things. I'm just going to dip it in there. Just, <laughs> just to see. Just to dip it. Uh, it doesn't, uh, this Blaine, does not pair well. That. No, that came out of left field. Yeah. You, know, that's what you don't do. know what he's going to say. I'm just sitting here drinking. Yeah. Just getting yeah. day drunk. And uh, really appreciating these uh, concoctions. They smell really good. Yeah, they're amazing. It smells delicious. Oh, I love whiskey. You. Yeah, smelling is drinking, mm -hmm. so you really don't have that aromatic to, to hit your palate, and you know. Right. I really don't feel like drinking when I have like a you know a stuffy nose. No. It's just like what the hell. Now it's good. That's good Why for. Why bother? That's good for a little cold. Oh, yeah, I oh, thought I'm that sure was a it good is. thing. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. Or if it's heated, so people yeah, might want that. Yeah, a little hot toddy. Oh, my gosh. Do you have any of that Van Winkle what is it? stuff? Something's going we on. We do have some of the Van Winkle stuff. Yeah, that. so if you can flip that guy over, there's... Oh, it's in the bourbons. Uh, this, oh, no. We, there we it separate is. our whiskeys. We have like what we call the vault, which is our rare stuff, and that's where we keep the Van Winkles, you know, anything that's a one-off release or rare or hard to find. Yeah. Does anyone ever ask you for a whiskey that you're just like, damn, we don't have that one. Like, you stumped us. Uh, that's maybe a couple of times. And if I don't have it, it's because we already sold it. Like there's a, a wall up here. You can kind of see, we call it the wall of fallen soldiers. Um, so when we kill a really rare bottle, that's empty. We put it up and kind of be like, look what you missed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Do you have like regulars that come in? Like just crazy whiskey aficionados. 
I do. Like I, uh, on my Instagram, when we get new stuff, I post it and there'll be people that will show up and I wouldn't even have time to put on the menu yet. And they're like, well, Blaine just posted that you guys got this. And my bartender will call me and be like, uh, this guy's here asking for this, uh, this whiskey. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's upstairs in the left. Go pick it up. And they're like, how much should I charge? I'm like this much. I'm like, okay. And then we go on. Awesome. Do people bring you moonshine? Um, is moonshine whiskey? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, ba- basically, like, moonshine is, to be, when everything's be. whiskey. Like, when it yeah. comes off the still, it's all clear. Like, it looks like vodka. Like, if you went to, you know, Jack Daniels or something, when you actually taste the whiskey right off the still, it's crystal clear. I did not know that. Yep. Uh, you and can't then, do that there, though. No. Because it's a dry county. It's true. I'm from Tennessee, so I know <laughs> stupid so stuff they, like that. So they, they make it there, and no one's allowed to have it, though. You can't buy it. Yeah. Oh, you can't buy it. They no. taste it there, though. You can taste it in your own private home. Yes, at, yeah, your, yeah. at your house, but they can't sell it there. You can't taste it there oh, either. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Huh. I don't have like, a tasting room or anything. But, yeah, when you put it in the barrel, it infuses that wood, and that's why it gets brown. Did you know that? No, but I've got a question. What? Does anybody ever yell penis in here? Because <laughs> I think I don't think that should happen in a restaurant. <laughs> penis. Have you heard of this game? Oh, uh, yeah. It's oh. Everybody's heard of it. Well, I, I think I would have heard of it after yeah, I've. You know, you probably been, just every once in a while just think, I wonder why those people over there keep yelling penis. Now it's going to hit me though. I, mean, I went to an old boy <laughs> high school, so I mean, this game was. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that must have been huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Blaine, I hate to uh, kick you out of here, no. but it looks like uh, it looks like your cohort, 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 <laughs> your cohort. Greg is coming in with some food. Perfect. Well, I'll leave that to him, and you guys enjoy these beverages. They're Blaine, so good. Thank you cheers, very guys. much, dude. Oh, thank you. Yeah, cheers indeed. I like anyone that's passionate about what they do. <laughs> Just cheers myself with two drinks, because I am a professional and a part-time Foley artist. <laughs> Whoa, what's going on here? Greg. I think I like where this is going, but... Greg runs the place. I bet you, oh, there he is with the napkins. That was going to be my first question. Greg, what what, what do we have here? We can see their wings, but what's the thing? We've got uh, two types of our wings. Uh, Eater in 2018 said we had some of, if not the best wings in L.A., so we figured we'd bring that up first. We've got our old-fashioned dry rub wings and then traditional buffalo wings, too. We've got Mm. some blue cheese and ranch, uh, which we make in-house, too. Uh, so blue cheese probably better off for the buffalo wings and ranch for the dry rub, but uh, they're both classics. We do wing specials for football games and wings all over, but the wings are really, really good. We smoke them in our smoker, and then we flash fry them in the fryer before we serve them, so they're smoked and fried. Mm. They're just crispy skins. That's it. That's it. Pretty simple, too. And then you just put stuff on them. Yep. It's amazing. Can I have it without the stuff? Most certainly. Awesome. What's that mean? Huh? I like that if he'd have said, no, you cannot, <laughs> you would have, you would have like sat the out. Wing, the wing no, Nazi. Very no. polite. Um, but no, you don't like any dippings. No, I just like to know Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I like see. what the stuff tastes like before. Because oh, yeah. that's what the real difference is in the wings, right? Because anybody can buy that meat. Uh, Greg, I don't yep. know if you were listening in, but this uh, gentleman, Billy, he's, I think he's had barbecue before. So this will be interesting. Yeah, well, I didn't have this let's watch until I started eating barbecue. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go for a buffalo. Give a little wingy wing. We do a couple other styles, but these are by far our most popular. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People can be very particular about their wings, too. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, of course, yeah. We get some people in, which I always find interesting, some people will order only drumsticks or only wings. Mm-hmm. They don't want the mix, or traditionally we will serve them three of each. Oh, this is like buffalo as you know it, mm-hmm. but with the smoke, it makes it a whole nother thing. There's yep. a lot of cayenne in this, isn't there? Yep, a little bit of salt and pepper. So they should be really tender from being in the smoker for a few hours and then just crispy yeah. skin on the outside from the fryer. Mm. That is. It's <laughs> <laughs> real. Either. That is so good. Yeah. So good. And I love it that when you open them up, you know how some wings you'll see them and they got those little, the little veins going through them and they're all, look at how white this is. A lot of that has to do with the chicken too. Like we'll use, yeah. you know, the best part of a barbecue, I mean. especially with our barbecue when most of our meats that go into the smoker just have salt and pepper. So you need to make sure that the quality of the product is very good too. So like all of our butchers and our purveyors give us really quality product. You can tell. So essentially, other than our tri-tip, which we marinade uh, in a Santa Maria style marinade, everything goes into the smoker with just salt and pepper. So the brisket, which you'll try next, only has salt and pepper on it. It's almost amazing that it only has salt and pepper on it. It's heavenly. That's it. Mm-hmm. And yep. how long does it go in the smoker for? Briskets are the biggest pieces we put in there, so depending on the size of the cut, it'll be in there for 8 or 12 hours. These wings, can, we can get them in and out of there in like an hour. Really? And then flash fry them. See how I learned that term, Billy? You did, and you used it correctly very quickly. Thank you. <laughs> I like to turn around a phrase when I learn it. You have, I think that's, a, that's how out? you learn it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like when you meet somebody, you say their name immediately. Exactly. And if you don't, Forget no, it. it's done. It's done. But you don't play every game that you hear about, and that's good. Right. I, oh, you mean like penis? You had never heard of that game before. No. <laughs> right? And the thing is, and this is... The whole town knows. I have traveled all over this country with people like Doug and Billy. Yeah. Mostly men in most comedy. Shocking. And I've never heard yes. it. I've stayed in condos. I've been in bars. I've slept with several. I just haven't heard it. It was featured in the motion picture uh, 300 Days of Summer. Didn't see it. With Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Hmm. They play a little round of it, and it's so cute because they're in public. I'll try this one. Yes. That's mm. really good. It's like, this has a sweetness to I'm it. I'm in, I'm in. Yeah, there's brown sugar. In yeah, that, there's right? definitely brown sugar yeah. in the rub. Oh, these yeah. are good. Uh, <laughs> but that does hot, like, for me. I know some people will be like, I couldn't even feel it. But it's like the perfect hint. Mm-hmm. I agree. Where it doesn't like, yep. it's not like a dare, but it's like, oh, that's fun. <laughs> it's it kind a of fun bu- level of burning my throat. Yeah, like, oh, I feel like I can breathe a little better than I It did buzzes before. your lips a little. Yes, that's, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really, it's not making you go, ah, I need to suck on bread or something. Right. No. Yeah, or I'm in the gang now. Yeah. Like on that show where they have people do hot wings. The hot ones, I can't even. Can you imagine? I'd never go on a show where the point was to just, you know, destroy. We're going to hurt you. We're going to hurt you. Destroy. But I think that they're so ruined that they just then answer questions, not even knowing what's being said. You know, it's like an interrogation system. Enhanced interrogation. It was in Vice. Enhanced. Enhanced interrogation. So you guys did a barbecue tour of sorts. 
before this? What? No, you're no. saying you've been eating a lot of barbecue. Oh well, oh. he's from he's from Tennessee. So okay. I just like kind of grew up around it, and then he was in Austin last week. So yeah, did you eat at some of the the big staples in Austin? No, no. <laughs> you don't have to. That whole city is staples. It's just some of them advertise better, and the lines are longer. But right. but like this is this is as good as we. I've eaten a lot of barbecue in Kansas City, where my husband's from, and. Uh, you know, we've eaten at all the places, the ones in the gas stations, the ones that are Arthur's Bryant, Arthur Bryant's, um, the other really, there's another really big one there. And they're on, you know, I prefer, I hate to say, I won't even say it in case there's people, but I like this better. <laughs> I just do. Yeah. It's not all goopy and gooey and, you know, and I've eaten here before and that's not how it is here. It's right. like, you can taste stuff and it's not cooked to just oblivion either. It's sort of the... Basic fundamentals for good cooking in general, not just barbecue, is simple, low and slow. Pretty much is the recipe for success. Yeah. But it seems like people like it. They want to have it all just fall apart everywhere, which I don't I like a little bit of a chew to it, you know? It's interesting that you'll see that with our ribs. They're not fall off the bone. But they're tender enough, but they're not going to, you know, some of the ribs, you'll pull apart the bones and everything will just, all the cartilage will come off. Right. These have a, are a little bit firmer. How's it go with the whiskey? Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him this happy. <laughs> Look at the joy. I'm going to get back to this dry rub again. Doug, did you like the picture I put of you doing stand-up against the brick wall? <laughs> that was one of my favorite things I've ever seen. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> you had the funniest faces. <laughs> Everybody, look at the Instagram one on Dining, Doug with Car- D- I mean, Dining with Doug- D&K where oh. Doug does stand-up for pretend. Okay, look at that. It makes me happy as hell. Um, look at I've literally never seen it on this show, and it's been four or five years. I don't well, even that know. That hot one was too hot for me. Oh. And there's no water, <laughs> so it's weird to you know. Here we've got some water for you right here. It's weird to be like, oh my my throat, my face is on fire. How about some whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it'll be good for it. I like it. Um. No, there's a lot going on. I bet you the ginger beer will be good for it. <laughs> I, do, I was just showing the Instagram photo. Did you like that? It is funny. <laughs> it really is. I, don't, I barely remember that happening. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's, this is all really good. I'm going to order these for the family later. Do it. Please do. My well, son's going to love these wings. Mm-hmm. What are the basics as far as, like... Um, you know, when are you open? You, you, you do lunch and dinner? We do lunch how's and dinner. How does it work? Uh, we're, we're open at 11 a.m. every day. Mm-hmm. And we're open till 10 most nights. Uh, we, do, we have this bar up here, which was sort of filled throughout January for, you know, different companies having their private holiday parties. But we mm-hmm. do football games up here on Saturday and Sunday. So for the NFL playoff start, we actually do dollar wings and dollar beers. Ooh. Whoa. Me come back. That's a good. That's a crazy deal for Los Angeles. So crazy. Like get, most like, places, most places are like, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. But in LA, you're like a dollar beer and a dollar wing. Like, yeah, it's like that's insane. I can still remember. I went to a tiny little school in upstate New York for college, and we would go out for wings on Thursdays, and there'd be five cent wings, which is such a foreign concept these days. Yeah. But yeah, one dollar wings is are crazy. You can't beat that. There was like quarter oysters when I lived in Seattle. 
and it was it happened for like three months because I think it caught on real quick and people it was just packed. We would just go fuck that place up because a quarter for an oyster. You're like here, here's twenty dollars. And we're we're pretty good about getting out and about too. Like we'll do like we'll go up and do a booth at Coachella or Stagecoach, and we actually started to do a lot of weddings and whatnot. Cause people and people that we do their weddings in the summer, they love it because it's not pretentious food. Everybody, all their guests end up leaving happy. Like. It's not fancy. We can put it out whenever you want. And Blaine's drinks are really great, too. Mm-hmm. What about the people that uh, are at a wedding and are complete killjoys and ask for vegetarian? We have a few <laughs> vegan dishes. <laughs> yeah. It takes a deep breath. We have a few vegan dishes. Okay, I don't want to try greens? any of them, but I'd like to hear about them. <laughs> right now, we can do a couple. And funny enough, when you go through party season, every company, we actually were just talking about the other day, that out of... Every 20 guests we've hosted up here, companies either book for like 20 or 40. We get one vegan for every group of 20 and about two for every group of 40. So we're thinking hmm. about 5% of the population is probably vegan right now. But we always make, we do a great Brussels sprout dish vegan. Ooh, That does sound good. Um, but Brussels sprouts are much better when you put some bacon in there, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that dish. Um, but, you know, I could probably get through some, you know, if prepared correctly, some Brussels sprouts can be really good. All of the guys who started this restaurant came from various Thomas Keller restaurants. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's considered, you know, the he, king of California cuisine. He does all those paintings, too, right? <laughs> Thank you, one person. Wait, who's that? Thomas, Thomas Kincaid. Kincaid. Thank you. Whoa, that's close. That was close enough? Keller? I'm sitting here trying to think of, you know, blind and deaf jokes. Um, <laughs> you went to Helen Keller. But he, did, yeah. he does, like, French laundry, and down here in Los Angeles, oh. he has um, the Bouchon, Bouchon and the Bakery. Yeah. So, like, a lot the of guys chicken, big, left big there and applied his technique and his preparedness to these barbecue restaurants. Barbecue recipes, I should say. Which is also why we don't have a style of barbecue. Our ribs are Kansas City. Our pulled pork is Carolina style. Our brisket is Texas style. They sort of borrowed. Does that drive like the purist crazy? I think it would upon. Because it makes me laugh because I know so many. Because I know barbecue people all over the country and regionally they get real. Like football or whatever. Like they get real tribal mostly about it. So hearing you be like, we do this from this place. This which, for me, I'm like that's awesome. Because I like different stuff. Exactly. But, yeah, I bet that drives some peers. Like, they're not supposed to do that. Like some sushi chef. They're like, why are they putting, why are they frying it? And you're like, You have to keep it all from one region. Yeah. (laughs) It's the the weirdest, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, they claim it, and then that's how you're supposed to do it there. You're not allowed to mix it. But everybody knows that, you know. What's wrong with everything being delicious? Exactly. That's the the, the unifying factor. Meat. I yeah. tell you, on these, on these on these on uh, these buffalo wings, they're absolutely delicious. But I think it's the salt and pepper that goes that really comes through on it. It's really good. I could see that. I actually had one before they came up here, and they were the black pepper is especially it's noticeable so in this good. batch, mm-hmm. which is really good. I love it. Yeah, that's, I love it. Yeah, I might, and, have, might have to have more of that. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely get some to go order them. <laughs> and put a big order in. Those guys are gonna be busy. <laughs> Real busy. We gotta go to a commercial break. This has uh, been amazing so far. I can't wait to uh, 
wait to get into more barbecue here at Barrel and Ashes. Did, did you want to jump in and say I that? I wasn't going to do the second yeah. part because it's and. All right. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. That was a terrific break. It really was. Did you uh, get a lot of that hot wing out of your mouth? <laughs> oh, my God. I've, uh, my lips are still, as you were saying, they're still uh, super kissable. And, um... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Remember when I was, yeah. So this is the first time I've seen him actually eat too much spice, I think. Your yeah, because normally I just pass on it. I let, yeah, you, you'll have I a let t- you eat the spicy stuff. You might have a taste, you know? I'll right. touch it a little I, bit. I don't think he was prepared. I mean, you know, I enjoyed everything though. about it except about it except for it being too hot for me. You know, like I could probably work up to. So that one was, you the, know, the I wet could, one was too hot for you. That one, yeah, yeah. The other one, I mean, the other one's not hot at all. No, not at all. No. I my mom right now would eat those rest of your bones on your. Pl- she, you're, you're you're leaving the best part yeah, and then just yeah. start eating them. No, I'm still like a, you know kind of working on it, but uh, I was going to do it, it but maybe. it's just a little. But that's because I really avoid spicy, so I'm. Oh, okay. You know, clearly not somebody that. That's part of the fun thing about me being on this show with Karen is because she's super into food and will eat almost anything, and I'm I, I love food, but I'm picky. Yeah. Because I was brought up poorly. I don't think that's why. I I'm think a it is. Bit really? My parents let me choose what I wanted to eat. Oh. So I was cereal all day every day really yeah i love cereal i love cereal too i do too i mean god is it good if the way i stopped eating ice cream every night was i eat raisin bran yeah you had you had an ice cream problem yeah because i quit drinking because there's a lot of sugar and booze and then when you quit drinking that's That's why sure what happened yeah without a doubt i can't get enough of that shit yeah well the weed doesn't help with the fucking sugar shit either but i'm just gonna have to that's my new year's resolution i'm gonna stop eating so much ice cream raisin bran really helps because it also like pushes all the other terrible stuff you're putting in your body through i eat it right before i go to bed and then when i wake up every morning it's like it's getting out oh it's a nice little trick i've learned yeah <laughs> like wow. people have heard of bran before they're just in his sleep prison <laughs> trip trying to figure out <laughs> it's best, known for that the best exit um what about you have a new year's resolution no hmm. Nothing, huh? <laughs> no i didn't really Mine definitely so. is the no ice cream. I can't, you know, because I, you I start cold turkey. On no, ice no, cream. I'm going to go down to, you know, what I'm going to do. I'm going to get those little Trader Joe's bars. I'm just going to have one of those. They're like tiny. They're like mango and sorbet or something. No, or, and it's not going to You work. say no. What do it's I do? It's not going to work. What should I do? That's like, oh, I'm just going to, that's like being a smoker. Day, yeah. Every day. No, I'm going to whittle off is what I'm doing. I'm having like three bowls of ice cream a day. Oh, I see and what you're I'm, saying. I, mean, I can eat, eat a lesser ice cream or healthier ice cream. And I'm going to whittle it down. Yes, I have to whittle Halo Top is good. what he's saying. Do a different thing. Yeah. Do a different snack. You've got to do a different snack. Because I every time I try to wean myself off anything, it's like you do it. And then you're like, but I want all of it. Fuck me. And then I eat all oh. of it. Yeah, and also right. like eating the half calorie version of something is just or drinking is just stupid. Yeah, because you're just like you're not getting all the great flavor. You're just getting the. All right, well, I'll trade. What you yeah, trade like the for? Michelob Ultra. The I'm drinking. Yeah, you're like you're yeah. That I'll is trade it for trendy. something. I I say try fruit. cereal. If you like, no fruit's not going to do it. Fruit on the bowl. That's not going to do it. <laughs> cereal. <laughs> cereal. What an idiot. Eat fruit out of a bowl. Do you find your ice cream <laughs> consumption is seasonal? Do you no, I just started summer? because for a health reason, I just started, I, don't, I can't even talk about it. But I, so I started drinking, uh, I mean, I started drinking, I started oh, drinking ice cream. You're under court order to not talk about it? Oh, it's just so stupid. But anyway, um, 
I can't get enough of it, you know? And I never used to like ice cream that much. This is so fucking boring. <laughs> but it's, uh, I, I literally... Ice cream's great. ...cannot stop it eating great. it now. And I don't care because I've kind of lost... I lost some weight by, you know, just everything this year. And then... Uh, all of a sudden, I'm just sort of getting it in my stomach, and I'm like, maybe it's the ice cream. It is that. <laughs> it's like a real dumbass, you know. Because I'll go off of it for like three weeks and lose that little ring around. Yeah. And then within four days of just eating ice cream every day, it's like, oh, it's back. That's how. <laughs> That's what it does. And then you, like, I read some interview. Uh, De Niro and Matt Damon were talking about, they were both. They're like, how do you gain weight for a performance? And both of them are like, you just eat ice cream. It's yeah. the best. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, that's where yeah, it is. I was like, you have this the is time bu- of your life. Yeah, it's I decided the best. ice cream was bullshit because I was not really gaining weight. And then all of a sudden, I started noticing it. And my son goes, Mom, the back of your arms are growing fat. That's what he said. Mm. So I said, oh, okay, that's no good. Yeah, no, that's that's Did the what, treadmill, everything now. That's when you say, back. get out of my house. I said, yeah, you're not allowed back in back. here ever. It's again. nice that he's and not afraid you of you at all. <laughs> you can go to the chicken coop and live there if you'd like. But I. Yeah, and he's right, I guess. You know, what are you going to do? Halo Top's a good... It's just mostly protein. It's got lower calories. Halo it doesn't Top. Turn, turn, turn. But, I'll ta- but first, I've got to go cold turkey. You really do right, if you're going to yep. try to quit. What's your New Year's resolution? Anything? Um, lose some weight. General. That's always someone's. How can you when you work here? Resolution. Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> treat, treat myself a little bit better, I think. Yeah. Treat yourself. That's a nice one. Yeah. Take care of myself better, I guess. A better way to say it. Billy? My resolution? Do you have one? So it's January 2nd. I'm just saying. Oh, it was to... I'm going to work out every day for the year. Oh. <laughs> every day? It, yeah. <laughs> every so day. So you were two days in, you're, you're still on track? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'm not excited. I did some of my workout before I came. I wanted to do all of it. But we're about to eat, and yeah. then I might have to do it afterwards. I want to so work the out The running part's going to suck this afternoon. I was, in, I was in Austin this morning, so I had to get up early and fly back here. So I haven't worked out yet today. And then, you know, eating eating and drinking all this stuff. You can go for a nice walk. It's not making me want to have a workout. But it's like 30 minutes. That's As long as I work out for right? 30 minutes. That's you got to yeah. do something. That's yeah. the thing. Even if it's walking. feels and, good. And it's the reminder. I've done it. I'm 14 days in because I, st- I knew I should start before. Ooh, smart. Because if you do it the day everyone does it, you're just, it's easy yeah. to quit when they all quit. So I started before, and it's that nice reminder, like like yesterday I didn't want to, but two minutes in, I was like, I f- immediately feel like a better person. Oh, you immediately feel good the second you do it. Yeah. yeah. So you have to trick your mind that it's like, oh, it's like drugs. It's like drugs. It is. It well, I definitely do better. drugs first. Oh, I do too. I smoke yeah. a lot of oh. weed, and then I start working out is what <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I can do some nice yoga stretches <coughs> on some weed. Okay. Yeah. Real good. What, you don't think that's good? No, I just think that maybe the weed makes you think you're doing it great. No, I am. <laughs> and also, uh, you should do some stretches. Do you do stretches? Never. Okay. Well, Actually, let's yeah. you are right about I that because it, it's soon. a de-inflammatory. That's right. Marijuana is. So you, it, it is very cannabis. It's not marijuana. But and it's enjoyable. You take your time with it because you're enjoying the moment a lot more. But yeah, because you get into the music or whatever you're listening to or watching or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I really do think you need to stretch more, and we're going to work on that later. But anyway. You don't stretch? I used to have, you know, I had a series of trainers for a while, and, um, you know, they were super into stretching, and it was just torture to me. 
I hated the little at a time. Yeah, a little at a time. It was. It, it, it doesn't feel good, and it's boring at the same time. It's very it's like boring. Yoga. I, I, I agree. I just can't do yoga, like, because I've had trainers try to get me to do downward dog and stuff, and it's just like. No. What exercise do you I'm enjoy? Upward, I'm upward dug. Upward dug. <laughs> <laughs> what exercises do I enjoy? Well, the only thing I enjoy is being on a machine where if you just hold on, oh. you're working out and you can watch uh, TV, you know, you can watch Netflix or something while you're doing it. My what machine now, is that? My new thing now is I go on Instagram, you know, like an elliptical. Oh, okay. I see I'll what you're on, saying. Like, inst- you know what I mean? Because even a treadmill, like, you can't you really be. get lost in a story. No. you got to pay attention to what your feet are doing. But you get on an elliptical, your feet can't get out of those stirrups well, or those And if things. you do think about what you're doing on an elliptical, you're going to mess. You just start being like, well, this is the weirdest thing I've ever yeah, done. Yeah, you'll yeah. be like Bill Murray and Lost in Translation. <laughs> like, it's the most... Difficult machine to operate. Oh my goodness! What are you? It was distracting to, to the us? conversation. <laughs> oh gosh! This. Oh, there's sauces. Where did you come from? <laughs> oh, this yeah. is how you you, you order this oh, to impress the more, people. One more plate. Thank you. <laughs> this is not for Aristotle. Is this mine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, he uh, sits out a lot. I feel bad for him. I know. Risking the ribs. Some mm. pork. Mm. I think the brisket is the best thing on the menu. So really? I think the tri-tip is, but I, I just love the brisket. Now, do you like? Is it beef? It is beef. So, do you prefer beef over the other meats in general? I would think in general, I think I prefer pork. I think more just in general with all sorts of cuisines, even outside of here, pork. It, I cook with pork more often. So. What's the best way for us to, uh, how would we get this stuff to our... uh, Uh, The ribs with your hands. Let me get you some forks for the brisket. All right, cool, cool. I would say this is a very beautiful plate of... It's amazing You don't normally see with... It is uh, Look at our Instagram. Look at the Dining with D&K Instagram to see just, it's gorgeous. There's like a, what is that, like a pile of uh, jalapenos? Pickles. 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 There's some parsley. They look like jalapenos. And this is pickled. This is pickled something, right? These are cornichons. Oh, okay. I think is how you say it. And yeah. then these are the these are the red jalapenos that are sliced up nice and put on top with some cilantro. It looks like, yeah, or maybe yeah, parsley. Yeah. But okay. uh, it's time to. He's do, going in. Time to do some. And then we got three sauces. I guess he'll tell us about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll try this. I one, mean, it huh? seems to already have an amazing sauce yeah, on it. <laughs> yeah. The sauce but is the, already on there. The brisket, maybe some of these sauces Thank you. are more appropriate. Thank you so much. So what do we do with the sauces for each one? Mm-hmm. Wow. So there are three sauces. They're all homemade. You've got your regular, traditional, sort of sweet, Kansas City-style barbecue sauce, which is on the ribs. Then we've got a habanero sauce, which is a little bit spicier. That's this one here. And then that's a more traditional... Carolina mustard-based sauce. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can put them on the ribs if you want, but they already have their sauce. Yeah, I mean you shouldn't need any sauce for the ribs, and the brisket the should brisket, brisket should be pretty good yeah. by itself. But it's but a little but a, barbecue yeah, on a little there. barbecue on there won't Ooh, hurt you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's also got a really really good smoke ring on this one. You can see. Yeah, you can. Mm. How long did you smoke it? This one probably about ten hours. Nice. 
I like when a guy asks how long. It's like a big thing between guys. How how long you smoke this? <laughs> well, it's always like how long you smoke this. Well, it's also, it's what like kind of effort you put in. That's the effort. Yeah, I think is like. Yeah. You know. Here he goes. He's going in with the brisket. I mean, it's like. Wow. It's like meat, it's like meat cake. Mmm. <laughs> it's so soft. And it's so good. It's so tender. And tender, yeah. And it's only salt and pepper, which is so crazy. Now, there's no fat in here, right? None whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, what's happening? Yeah, just... <laughs> All right. Let's see. This one is the... Uh, I want to try the habanero. Which one is that? This one? That one's that one, yeah. I'll be honest. I'm not... Brisket's not my favorite. Not even close. But Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I was coming... Like, when you, you were talking about, we're going to some brisket I, in the back of my head I was like I'm, I'm gonna be pretty negative about that but this is this is better than anything I've ever I'm the same way I think our brisket is just outrageously good yeah. it's crazy <laughs> yeah it's really good I was so prepared to be like it's not I don't you understand I was gonna make fun of the beef and the, all the Texans who do like oh brisket's the best and now I'm be like fuck they're right it's also a really good way to measure yourself up against other Establishments too, because it's really just salt and pepper and wood. So it's it's interesting to see how brisket can taste. Wait, what kind of wood? Different. We use what kind of wood do you <laughs> use? Two kinds of oak here. We use red oak outside in our big smoker, and then when we finish it on the grill inside, we use white oak. So two different kinds of oak. Mm. Nice. Oh, and the smoker inside. I bet you that smells great while they're cooking in there, huh? Yep. Now. That reminds me. I'll be at the Royal Oak. A music theater in Royal Oak, Michigan on April 19th. Continue. That was, a, that was, <laughs> that was <perfect>. so impressive. <laughs> no, you can't even be mad. Like, he dropped a plug in the most beautiful way I've ever seen. That yeah. was wonderful. Do you have any oak-styled uh, plugs you need to make? <laughs> I don't. Any plugs with the word oak in it? I don't no. think so. I've been looking at these baseball bats. They're made out of oak. What about ribs? That, does that jar anything? Ribs. Are you going to be in St. Louis? I mean, what are you trying to get out of it? No. I will be in Austin February 22nd and 23rd at the Velveeta Room. Mm. Ooh, lovely downtown Austin. Yes. That's, That's the greatest place, I think, on earth. Velveeta Room? I love that place. The, the Velveeta Room. Oh, I, I, I would agree, too. Wow, I would agree. that's interesting. It is so fun. It is so fun. Michael's still out. Years. He's still barking. He's, Michael's still there. It's the best. It reminds me of the Holy City Zoo that's no longer, but uh, in San Francisco. Oh. You know, I play the the big club in Austin, but that's cool. That's nice that that place is Cap City. Got a place in your heart. I mean, I would play Cap City if they booked me. You know what I mean? I'm not playing oh, favorites. I'll make some calls. <laughs> mm, see? <laughs> but I do. I am at the Velveeta Room. It's great. Come see us. It's fun. And then you guys make your pickles, obviously. Mm. Do all of our pickles. We, we make... Even these little babies? It's overwhelming. It's just those... Uh, we season ourselves, but they, they, the cucumbers come in like that. What? <laughs> Where do you get these? I've never seen it. You can get these at like the produce market? No, we we buy them from one of our bigger distributors, but yeah, they're all, they're little gherkins. Sounds like a secret. Tiny gherkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Gherkin is one of the one of the all-time funniest words. I was going to ask why they call it 
gherkin. Yeah. Gherkin. Gherkin and pickle. That's the great Jared, thing. What did I call it? Did I call it gherkin? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. And then I can just have one of these little babies just like this, see? Yep, those are bread and butter style. With the, with the put, a, put a little jalapeno on it. Pickled Fresno. Is that what that is? Pickled Fresno. Which is good. We put that on a lot of stuff, and the, the pickling takes the real heavy spice off it, so it's accessible to more people. Oh, see? I'm learning a lot today, because I thought that that was a red jalapeno. <laughs> it's amazing how many chilies there are out there. Oh, it's a chili? Yeah. Sorry, I was just... I'm really into this brisket. I don't even know what you guys have been talking about. <laughs> He's just it's, living in a brisket cloud right really, now. <laughs> Can't get over it. Billy, try a little bit of the sauce on it. I don't have to. All right. All right. All right. No forcing. It's in a way that it's like, it's like sashimi. Like really good sashimi is what it's like. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I couldn't agree more. So delicious. It makes me mad. (laughs) I love it. It has nothing on it but salt and pepper. Like now anywhere, like, do you want brisket? I'm like, no, I've had it. I know you guys aren't going to do what it can do. I don't even do brisket unless I'm on well, Ventura Avenue. A nice burden lifted from you. You could just always turn down brisket unless it's that's, here. That is a good. That is great. It, you just simplified my life. I'm, yeah, I only eat brisket in Studio Carol, City, Carol California. <laughs> that's it. I love come you. at me with your other briskets. You just mm. off. It comes off the bone perfectly. The rib. The rib but is good But it's too, still but. got great texture to it, and it's not all just sitting there on your plate after you take one bite off of it. It's still on there for you to eat. Right. And that's what I try to get. And, and I, know I'm in the, I know I'm in the minority. Most people do like the sort of fall apart in your hands style ribs. I don't get it. It doesn't taste to me. It doesn't taste. It just tastes like sauce. Yeah. That's my problem with a lot of wet ribs. Is like, it's just messy and you're like, yeah, it's just sauce. This is, but my dad always made it kind of like this in California. You know, he didn't make it so it would do that, and uh, and that's what I always like better, I guess. But do you do it like that? I think I am biased for the dry rub because of rendezvous in Memphis, because that was like the my dad's a big fan of that. I remember him taking me when I was younger, like this is oh, how that's you do place. Yeah, it's some of the best. I thought you were telling us about your romantic tryst. My dad would take me on a rendezvous. <laughs> <laughs> Real hillbilly I shit. I had a lot guys. of rendezvous in New Orleans, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Gave away a lot of beads. Hold on, hold on. Your dad? <laughs> what? Billy, where do you live? In Los Angeles. Oh, you do? You yeah. Don't, you're not living in Nashville? or No, or, I prefer. Just the way I choose to live my life isn't. Doesn't measure? It doesn't equal up? It's it's t- It's tough. To have the mind I have in the South. <laughs> that makes any sense. And the mouth I have, yeah. more than anything. Yeah, the only thing that fit in was the accent. Yes, yes. And then I, <laughs> then about uh, five minutes into my act in the South, you just see people be like, oh, he tricked us. Yeah. He's not one of He's us. He's just wearing a Confederate flag shirt. Exactly. He doesn't have those beliefs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He mm. tricked us. There's oh. good people on both sides, folks. Am I There's right? There's not on this one. There's not. <laughs> I'm usually that person where it's like, okay, everyone in the middle. I'm in somewhere in the middle because I've read a bunch of books. But I think on this one, right? Nope. You guys are the bad ones. This was pretty clear. <laughs> my folks are big supporters of the king. And my wife is very, very liberal. And they were over for the holidays and their dog bit my wife. 
while the dog was wearing a I Bite Democrats sweater, oh, which no, no one else really found the humor in that but myself. That's amazing. It's amazing. And nobody else really got it. And I was like, isn't that so funny that he bit you while he was wearing that sweater? That's a friendly dog to take around. You know my takeaway from that story? What? My wife, my (laughs) wife. You got two of them in there. You do, you get two. But, yeah, that's, uh, (laughs) wow. It's perfect. It's not a friendly dog. No, it isn't. My father also, he, which I'm actually proud that he doesn't really give up on it, but he even wears his uh, MAGA hat around L.A., which is rare. Oh, you call it a MAGA. You know what? I called it a MAGA. A MAGA. Really? MAGA MAGA. Huh. Wait, how do you say it? I did say MAGA, but it's you not America. You say Amer- MAGA? It's not... Yeah, it's not uh, America. It's ma ma a It's a MAGA. It should be MAGA. No one's saying it It looks like MAGA. 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 Like Magnum. MAGA. MAGA. Well, I guess this is the first time I've ever had that conversation, though. I've never I, in my I've never really said it out loud before. I guess I like the people that wear the parody ones that wear at first. You're like, look at that person wearing a MAGA. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. When you get closer, that's always makes me laugh. Where it's like, make golf America again or something. You know. You see everybody. that out. On, <laughs> you see that out on the links. <laughs> yeah. They. <laughs> yeah. Right. They've got a lot of parody. Oh, ones that's not there. a parody one. <laughs> that's definitely not a parody one. Oh, you're the president. Excuse me. Oh, bless you. I'm sneezing bless because you in this new year. I'm allergic to deliciousness. Most people do not suffer from this affliction, so they should come to this establishment. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else, what other things can you say to the listeners about how great this place is? Blaine, I don't know if you mentioned it before, but one thing we don't get recognized for a lot is we have the largest whiskey selection in L.A., which is pretty crazy. Yeah, Blaine's that, also done. He, we did talk about the whiskey, and you guys do have a lot of it. And like, he, does he doesn't really think that you could, he could be stumped. Like you can't walk in here and ask for a kind of whiskey that you don't have, or at least had at one point, and might have up on that shelf up there as a dead bottle. I'm <laughs> more of like a Japanese Scotch whiskey guy myself. Blaine is more bourbon and rye, which is great because he has, you know, twenty or forty bottles of everything. Um, and his cocktails are really good too. Like I can't say enough about the drinks. If he makes a drink, he squeezes fresh juice that morning. Like the ginger, he cold pressed the ginger for your mule. So the drinks, I feel like we're there's that weird sort of line in restaurants. Are you a restaurant or a bar? We're definitely a restaurant with a good beverage program, but the drinks are out of sight. Yeah. Even the lemonade like, I had. Is you don't have like bar hours. You you close restaurant time. Like, right. Like 11 or something. And our chef, surprisingly, has gotten really rarely rave reviews about his pastries. And he did grow up, you know, with the Thomas Keller education. But people come for miles for our key lime pie, which I always find interesting. Like his key lime pie and his pumpkin pie in the summer and the fall are people will come here just for the pies. And for the donuts and the whiskey. And for the donuts and the whiskey. Does he make the donuts? Uh, he didn't make those donuts. He has made donuts before, though. Ah, uh. You know, if the pies continue to be such a strong seller, will you change the name to Barrel and Ashes and Tins? <laughs> <laughs> you should do that. I'm an idiot. Hey, that. but uh, what? I didn't like it. I hated it. Oh, no, but I had good. to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I thought I was going to say Barrel and Pies. Why well, think of something and not say it? 
Right, yeah, it wasn't going to go with That's simple and pies. Yeah, you said the like, tins. The, the other words are subtle. They're not... I know. Barrel. They're whiskey. not whiskey and brisket. Ashes. That's why I write. Barbecue. I can't just say it out my mouth. I got to look at Welcome it. Welcome to Whiskets. <laughs> We've got whiskey and brisket. Oh, I get it. They put them together. And pies. They smashed them together. Yeah. This is... Uh, I can't thank you enough for having us. This is, uh, this is terrific. Yeah, it's, it's it is great. Terrific. Now, you guys are on Instagram, obviously. You were talking about... And so... Uh, on Instagram. Barrel and Ashes. We do a ton of catering for the Super Bowl, if anyone's interested in that. Mm. And you do weddings, right? We do weddings. We do off-site stuff. We do parties up here in our... A lot of people don't realize this is actually the cooler space, I think. All of our barrels are up here. Mm-hmm. Our really good whiskey's up here. This upstairs space is great. That's nice. It feels so there's like something speakies. going up here most of the time uh, at night uh, upstairs. Fri- Saturdays and Sundays, yes. During the week, no. During the week, it's mostly weddings. But you don't bring it, like o- you don't bring overflow up here from the restaurant. You're no, like, if it's full downstairs, you just full. Yeah, you've got to book the book the room Monday through Friday, and then we open it up Saturday and Sunday as a bar. Also, I noticed your uh, alleyway that you come through here. You made that nice. Mm-hmm. Like you put shutters in there. I thought you were about to say your alleyway is extremely sketchy to the back. No, it's really nice. It's not bad, right? Yeah. Uh, it's really nice. This used to be a speakeasy up here, and unfortunately it closed because A, people couldn't find it, and B, there isn't that much market in the valley for a high-end cocktail bar, but I think it's a great space. Yeah, it's really nice. It is cool. Uh, so is it Barrel and Ashes? Uh, at Barrel and Ashes is the, is the Instagram? At Barrel and Ashes, yep, all one word, Barrel and Ashes. Yeah. Yeah, people should uh, should check it out. And uh, on, like, the Instagram, is that where you could they could see, like, you talk about the special nights up here and stuff? Talk about that. Blaine will feature a new whiskey. He'll get at least one or two cool whiskeys every Wednesday. So we do Whiskey Wednesdays where we'll feature a different whiskey. We'll do something new for brunch. So, yeah, you can always always see what's happening. And you're, oh, you and have brunch? Oh, <laughs> you, like, you just woke up, right? You have brunch, like breakfast stuff. Yeah, what are your like main? Uh, have you guys ever had favorites? The, you guys haven't eaten here, right? You haven't had the hoe cake. The hoe cake is our staple. Have you? Are you familiar with that? A hoe cake, yeah, uh-huh. it's like a pancake but with corn. Right. So we do a lot of egg variations on that for brunch, like eggs and bacon, or okay, whoa, chili. You have so, that brisket I don't think I've had with that. eggs. Can I do that? Yep, we do. Oh, we that's do a, a, we do a brisket idea. hash, a different style brisket hash okay. every Saturday and Sunday, which is oh, great. Fuck. Nice. Oh, different style. Can we like do the podcast style? here on a Sunday? Uh, <laughs> we do, like, this weekend's, for example, was caramelized onions, um, briskets, potatoes, tri-tip, eggs. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. That yeah. sounds so good. <laughs> we make our own buttermilk biscuits every Saturday and Sunday morning. Fuck. We do this crazy fried chicken <laughs> and biscuit dish which is really good i think you're just saying stuff to get me to come yeah you're on well i mean he's got to have that stuff. it just sounds like he's a guy trying to get laid right now <laughs> listen i'm gonna fuck you all right stop um, I got biscuits okay, so, right. okay so how early are you open for brunch on saturday and sunday 10 30 and is it crazy packed like do you do really good uh i mean we we'll do, make it more packed yeah please make it more help. packed we're pretty we're pretty steady we don't really get people in till noonish but it's awesome. also but like, do you look here. over like Jinkies and go, what the hell? I've never <laughs> been to Jinkies. But right, that place is always busy at brunch, right? Yeah, I think so. Are I, I always thought of it as a really good breakfast place. I don't think it's Jamaican. I think it's just straight up like, you know, just 
just uh, you know bacon and eggs and like it's just real it's straightforward like a breakfast kind of yeah. yeah but they had one over in the other side of the valley in Sherman Oaks and uh, like me and my friends used to eat there but it was always like you'd have to wait for a table and stuff and then now they got one over here they replaced you remember what that used to be it used to be a uh, shrimp restaurant oh, oh you're right you yeah right yeah where you could just eat a ton of shrimp <laughs> Yeah, that didn't work out for whatever reason. I guess maybe it might be a little too warm in the valley in the summer. For but you know what? That was there for a long time. Store. Hey, it's it 110. You guys want to go to that shrimp place? I ate there a couple of times, and every time I was like, oh, why did I do that? <laughs> you know, because you, it just it was so heavy to eat so much of it. Yeah. I thought it was weird because it was like, yeah, it doesn't seem like something you really want that much, but it was there for a long time. But it's on, like I'm saying, this is like tons of amazing restaurants on this street. We've and actually seen a lot of them shutter their doors in the last year or so and new yeah. places open up it's got to be in flux because uh, uh some of these places they, they're just they're here for too long and why would why would younger people coming up care about them the know? one place was open for decades that deli um right by the trader joe's over oh, there that's closed now yeah what's the name of that and people used to love you know so many people worked at cbs studios the, back yeah, there. yeah it's the one that's by cbs as well Door the bowling alley no, the one it's 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 I want to say art deli, but it's not. It's, it's it not starts arts. with a D, right? It's it did a, start with a D. Uh, the name escapes me. It's now. very popular. It's right in the farmers market. You've yep. seen it a million. Luckily, they tore Dales. it down and replaced it. With <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to help you. Dale's deli. They tore it down and replaced it with a Sephora, which is nice. Oh hmm. yeah, nothing like the smell of lipstick when you're hungry. Well, it's a mom and pop operation too. Sephora yeah. bother me too, but arts is a great mom place. and pop op. <laughs> Arts is another great Studio City institution. That place has been there forever. You yeah. guys have eaten there? It's still there? I love that place, yep. Yeah, but what's the deli with the bowling alley that Jerry Seinfeld loves? Jerry's. Jerry's. <laughs> is it? <laughs> That's why Jerry loves it. Just oh, speaking Jerry's. of the devil, it's like we spoke and it appeared. <gasps> oh, it's the hoe cake. What? What? You guys should definitely try this. I was this. dreaming a hoe cake since you mentioned it. You guys should definitely try this. And this is our I'm staple. So Thank excited. you so much, Shira. Oh my goodness! You know what place I like? Nick's. Oh People are really particular about their Jewish delis. This isn't a Jewish deli. No, it's just I'm a breakfast of, place that's I'm called Nick's, and it's over in uh, part of town I don't know the name of. Okay, Nick's. Sorry about talking, everyone. What? Uh, you know what we're here for, right? Yeah, but I I forgot. Talk. Yeah, in the middle of it, I was like, this place called Nick's. I take my son to, but. <laughs> I don't know what part of town you would call it. It's, it's like at the edge of Chinatown. Oh, I was going to say it's in Santa Monica. No, no, okay. no, I would know what that one is. That's by the ocean. That is by the mm-hmm. ocean. Yeah, someone's going to tweet at you at Billy Wayne, Wayne Davis. Dave. Yes. And tell, and they're going to set you straight on this very issue. Oh, that's a good... So, I forget right? that people are going to listen. People will reach out. Here, I brought a knife. Let me cut into... People, in people are very helpful <laughs> like that. Yeah, they are. <laughs> This is like... Uh, this is our staple, and this is what we'll do a bunch of variations on for brunch. Different eggs and whatnot, but, I mean, pretty much everyone... We actually were just looking at our 2018 numbers today, since the year's over, and we've sold something like 70,000 of these since we opened our doors. This is about as good as it gets. This, this is a hoe cake. It's sort of a take on cornbread. It's a little bit sweet and a little bit savory. It's made with our homemade maple butter. Some people order it as a dessert. Some people order it as an appetizer. Uh, it's really good. Some people order it on my fork I that would, I'm going to eat. Uh, I would consider it as an entree, probably. <laughs> oh, boy. Look at the fluffiness of that. 
Really good. Cooked in the wood-fired oven in a skillet. Look at the way it comes right out of the pan. Onto your tummy. (laughs) (laughs) It really does. This is like, you know, the uh, this is kind of a dumb little thing, but I accidentally (laughs) made uh, pancakes instead of biscuits (laughs) recently. So I wait. I was, what was the wrong turn? What, where did you? Well, do I been, I tried to make. Uh, Set it I want to direction. make. I want to make chicken and dumplings. Actually, yeah, I was gonna make dumplings. Okay. So, um, and I had a gluten-free mix, and I was like, oh, I'll uh, use this, and make uh, the dumplings out of it, like I do with like a biscuit situation, and it made pan. You know, and I realized quickly it was pancakes after I mixed it. So I was like, uh, hey, Andy, the little guy, you wanna, uh, Rodrigo, you wanna have some. Uh, Pancakes for dinner? Guess what? Best idea I ever had in my life. Pancakes with chocolate chips and raspberries in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds delicious. My husband comes home and I'm like, oh, I go, uh, oh, guess what? I made pancakes for dinner. He goes, never has he said one thing about anything I've ever cooked. He goes, I don't want to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> I go, what? <laughs> Why? Who would say that? Well, because it's gross. It's so good. <laughs> it's so over the top. And did you tell him? Did he did he come around when you said it was going to have all that stuff on it? No, I made I did I, I, I was like I've never heard you talk like this before, and I made him a goddamn Cobb salad. I mean, pancakes are gross. No, they're not. I mean, they're delicious, but like you know, you, you only need half a one. That's a Hedberg mm. joke. He's like, he's what like, about pancakes? This? Is the only thing you're like, all right, and then halfway in, you're like, I cannot eat another one of these. <laughs> I never want to see another pancake again. Yeah, yeah. they really turn you mid meal. What about this though? If you have too much of it, but this, this is the this is a this is a pancake for people who want to eat way too much pancake. It's like because it's, it's so much lighter and more delicious than a pancake. Do you wish cornbread was cake? <laughs> I mean, I kind of do now. That's what this is. That's what it is. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good, and it's so it's got like syrup in there or do you just or, is it whiskey syrup no that's our homemade maple butter oh, so, oh my god maple butter wow i love maple oh, butter oh god damn it this is so yummy <laughs> a little bit of sea salt some scallions oh. it's like your whole restaurant oh. is like stoner ideas and you guys are like oh we'll just do it <laughs> we'll just do that oh but that boy. could also be a new a new direction to this podcast where karen and doug get mad at food <laughs> God damn, this is good. good. I love that shit. I'm going to fucking kill this shit. God, they were so mad. What is the name of that restaurant? I'm so Um, mad that that restaurant is Oh, they burned it. They burned it down. It was so good. (laughs) This is is what I'm coming back for. I mean, hoe cakes, you guys. I don't know where they've been all my life. Well, this isn't how a normal hoe cake is. Yeah. how, How different is it from a normal hoe cake? Definitely sweeter, for sure. Absolutely um, sweeter. And it's got scallions on it, also. And there's a lot of debate over sort of the origins of the hoe cake. They originate in the Deep South, for sure. Some of them are more bland, like traditional. You know, there's very different types of cornbread. Yep. There's the really sweet. There's the really stiff, mealy cornbread. Like, and it depends on the region. But this, this, was, uh, this was actually created one day at the French Laundry by the cooks for a special. Uh, one of the cooks was Southern. He's like, I have this dig, and he did his own unique take on it. And then we sort of did a few things to make it our own. But uh, it's it's really good. We have cornbread too, but this is our this is our staple. Is it any cake the same as a hoe cake? Mm, very similar. What's the diff? I, 
who gets paid to do it. I always find the Johnny Cake is, is not as sweet. Oh, yeah. You know, the, I only I heard about the, how I know that term is from The Sopranos when uh, <laughs> when <laughs> who who went out there to be gay all of a sudden? What? Remember in The Sopranos, and he wanted Johnny cakes, and he met that guy. Right. Yeah, that's how I learned of it. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a long time ago now, but it is still one of my. It's probably my favorite. Yeah, I I feel bad. I can't remember like. Soprano, like, who was gay, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and he went out to the forest in Vermont somewhere. Right. And he found a gentleman he loved. Oh, yeah. And he made him Johnny Cakes, and that was the start of I mean, whatever ultimately happened to those, their death. Whatever happened to those, <laughs> yes, for sure. Speaking of going out of the forest, whatever happened to those Russians? Yeah, we don't know what happened to the Russians. What happened at the end? <laughs> they had a nice dinner. <laughs> I love that. Did not stop believing. That's, and I think it was a beautiful way to just be like, this is how they have. He has to live his life for the rest of time. Is every time he hears the doorbell, he has to look up. Which he probably already did do. Yeah, was, yeah. But it was just like a right different way. way. A pretty nice time with his family listening to Journey. That's yeah, but still They're in the back of his happy, mind. But still, yeah, a little. A lot a of people want to murder me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know who it is, but I've done a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's like Dick Cheney. It's weird that people think series have to have an ending, you know, like something Yes. has to end. Like, well, the show's over, so yeah. they stop filming and those characters live their lives. Mm-hmm. That's, that is the funny part. It was like, well, what happened? We're like, well, it wasn't real, so they just stopped doing it. <laughs> <laughs> they got tired of how unreal it was. Yeah, it was just, it was, this wasn't real, so. I just watched the Seinfeld finale recently, and I just remember that uproar. You watch it again? Yeah. I watch Seinfeld a lot. I felt that, like, aside from the fact that, like, it's, you know, it was a weird twist that they all went to jail for being dicks or whatever. But. It was a weird moral But it was turn. still also just the, just the pacing of the episode and, and, and the fact that they tried to cram in every character that had ever been on the show. Like, it was more of a tribute to it to itself than yeah. it was a final episode. Like, I. I, you know, I, I, it's and weird. I, I never catch it in reruns. Do they not play it? Was it? Just on. I, it was just on. Oh, and what do they do? Rerun. They just play the one because it's an hour long, right? So they yeah. play a half hour one day, and then the next day they play the other half oh, hour. Oh, you know what? I might have came in on. No, I think they played them back to back. Seinfeld, I think, goes two. They do back to back. Well, a lot of times, but yeah. not in every market. Um, but yeah, and uh, I just like it because all of a sudden you remember stuff that happened. Oh yeah, that. I mean, it was a trip down memory lane, you know. It wasn't. Yeah, I think you're right. I never thought like it's a tribute to the show more than. But I thought and how horrible they are. <laughs> well, I thought that was the weird part for me was like they well, got like, moral. They, they got moral at the to end. Them, but like they never did anything illegal. It was, yeah. it was just messed up, not yeah. illegal. Yeah, well, it, it was, was just like yeah, exactly. Saying your name is not your name unless you commit some financial fraud. Instead of just taking a limousine, that yeah, you're just yours. a dickhead instead of a criminal. <laughs> yes, they, they sort of murdered people on accident. <laughs> yeah, but like, again, that was like like Susan with the envelope. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was like, <laughs> why she would that? I mean, if that's around. really a thing, then envelopes are gonna kill somebody. That, but it's that's a, gonna kill some asshole who wants to lick a lot of envelopes. Yeah, but she and got she, that will, she was doing that on purpose. <laughs> You think of it every she time. She chose to do that. <laughs> uh, it's like defending your life, kind of, a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, but you know what I mean? There also just wasn't sharp comedically. Right. It was just sort of like, we need to end this, you know? And our poor late great friend John Panette was the guy getting getting robbed. And it was so over the top how hard they weren't helping him. They became much harder in that Mm -hmm. moment than they had been in ever before. Usually they were hard because of jealousy or loathing themselves. In that scene, they're just like... Cold. Just ignoring humanity completely. Yeah. And I didn't think of those characters as being that terrible. And Larry David wrote that one. I think they'd try to help him, but in a Did way really? that would end up maybe even Hurting. costing him his yes. life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> As opposed yes. to just completely ignoring it. Yes. One of them would walk over and something, say something stupid to the guy with a gun and he'd just kill the guy. Yes. <laughs> no, that makes t- way more sense. I totally agree with that. Yeah. That's. But also that's where Larry David came back in and kind of wanted to end on a dark, weird note, you know? Like, I think he was motivated by hatred of uh, NBC and the system. I could see (laughs) see all that. That's how he found HBO, where he could just be (laughs) full-blown curmudgeon and and everyone's happy. Was Jackie Childs the lawyer in that one? Yeah. He was their lawyer at the end? Yeah. Yeah. Was the judge famous, too? I can't remember. Who played the Uh, judge in that court case? Oh, I don't know. Did they have like a Judge Ito lookalike yeah, I, I, or that's something? That's what I think it was. Something like Probably. that. Probably. What about this, Billy? <laughs> I'm eyeing it. Oh, you're going for more. I don't know how we found our way in that, but probably the Sopranos and the Seinfeld season finale or episode finales are probably the most talked about for yeah. their two endings. Seinfeld somewhat heart. negatively. New yeah. Heart, Maritel Amor, MASH. MASH is a good one. Back in the day, Cheers. We just start naming them. <laughs> But also part of it was that, uh, you know, in some of the older shows' cases, people weren't just sitting around wondering how it was going to end. Yeah. Like, a season finale wasn't as important, especially now, like, in the case of Sopranos, where HBO and the creator, like, pulled the plug as an agreement. Yeah. Here's where we're going to end it. So once you know that he's thinking about that's how it's going to be over for good, it's a little bit more. I think the MASH finale was disappointing to people, even though it was the most watched thing ever. Well, how could... I mean, you're always going to be a little disappointed, I think, when there's that much anticipation and everyone's that right. close to... like. It's like even your when you graduate or some accomplishment, even, there is that little feeling of like, oh, it wasn't as great as it yeah, or meeting it your fucking be. Idol or, it's probably, without a doubt, uh, that yeah. every time, it's you're like, son of a bitch. Breaking, breaking Bad is probably the, um, one of the ones they like the best. The yeah. one that stuck the landing the best. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just ended in a satisfactory way for everybody. And, and it I was over, ta- over the complaining top. about that. Yeah, it was delightfully over the top well a you wanted bit. you yeah. wanted him to prevail even though he had become as bad as what, everything he was fighting against I love how he had that that uh that red dot shining in on the two people the, the his old partner yes <laughs> and it was just like a little toy <laughs> and the rest of their life think the rest of their life <laughs> They're gonna think that that's yeah. There's not enough diabolical, diabolical villains that laugh like that. <laughs> I'm gonna blow the world. Uh, for for Christmas, maybe my, Bezos laughs like that. My nephew got a hazmat suit. He's 11. He likes shit like that. He likes like that kind of stuff. 
and the whole and so he's trying. What kind of stuff? What umbrella <laughs> does that cover? He likes pretending he's handling hazardous materials. He's, yes, he has. He um, likes uh, end of the world scenarios. He, he has to before he goes to school. He has to like. Undo a, uh, unload his backpack because there's like a there's like a lot of rope in there for some reason <laughs> in case he gets stuck somewhere and you know he's got like all you gotta these have things. a lot of rope on him he's got rope he's got lidocaine patches uh, he's got uh, lidocaine patches. Uh, yeah because his aunt's a doctor she gives him lidocaine patches that he just has in case and uh, he's got a like a knife he has to remove and all these things anyway he was a he got a hazmat suit and after he's putting it on all I mean. All I could think about was the guy with the chicken, the chicken restaurant. You know, I forgot his name now. Oh, uh, Gus. Gus. Yeah. Uh, putting that on when he takes. I was going to say Kenny Rogers. When he takes the box cutter, that's <laughs> all I could think. Everyone's going, "Oh, he loves his Christmas present." I was like, "Oh God, that was like the most grisly scene I've ever seen in my life." He put every single thing on, including the the, the apron. Oh yes, he did. <laughs> that was a good character. That's what kids will do. Well, yeah, I think people get caught up that don't have kids when they hear kids talk. Because kids say crazy stuff that they don't truly understand. So if you don't have them, you're like, these kids are scary and they say crazy stuff. You're like, yeah, but they don't understand what it means. No, you know, it's like, know. I'm going to kill you. And you're like, yeah, that means like I'm going to end the game because they play video games all the time. You know, it's like this weird. Yeah, people put a lot. I have a nine-year-old, so I just see oh, yeah. a lot of dingbat behavior. And like, you don't, you're just imitating stuff. What does he want to be when he grows up? Right now, uh, a video game designer, uh, which I'm... Do go, it. Do it. Go, kid. I, we get Guess out. what? You have to learn a lot of complicated, difficult I've, shit. I've put him in coding a couple math. times and stuff like that. I mean, is he it's already good as, at math? He's all right at it. He doesn't enjoy math the way I told him you probably need he's to. He's going to need to. Yeah, if you want to do this. You're going to need to enjoy this, son. But he's all, he's very artistic, and he tells stories well, so like... There's an angle we can he get him in there. Together. He, yeah. I so. like how Doug tells a kid who, I, I want to be a video game. Yeah, well, you're going to learn math. It really encourages well, them. Right, but they it, can't it's math. that. They it's, can't. That's how it is. You can't. Have like, fun. You can't not be a computer genius. And, uh, and I wanted to be a fighter pilot. There's a lot of math involved there in that. There is a lot. Yeah. A See, lot. Even a firefighter, there's so a lot of math. So now just play a firefighter video That's game. exactly, yeah. Like, I got... I was a valet in a commercial, and that paid way better than when I was an actual valet. <laughs> so I learned a lesson there. I was like, oh, pretending pays better and is easier. Yeah, so. pretending is the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I pretended to enjoy all this food in my stomach at it. Oh, I didn't pretend. No. <laughs> this is real, you guys. That was this genuine. Is, I was making it. This uh, is know. genuine. Do you guys have a, um, a vodka-based uh, mixed drink that you could recommend? Um, I mean, I might, you know, have it after the show on, on my own time. We could certainly do something for you with vodka. <laughs> Blaine actually did an incredible horchata-infused vodka drink oh. for the holidays. Oh, is that still possible? Or is I it think so. Post-holidays, no-no. And one of our other most popular cocktails is gin-based, or gin and juice drink is really good. Mm, Snoop would love that. Do people drink a lot of gin? <laughs> yes. Just, it was like, I just remember thinking like, when I drank, like, I didn't, I liked most alcohols, but gin was the only one where I was like, why people drink this? I don't understand. 
I'm sort of in your boat. I'm not a huge gin fan myself, but there's there are gin fanatics out there. Yeah. Okay, so I, I became a gin person. I liked it at the. It, it feels like it's people that um, got hooked on gin and were like, "I'm good. I'm not going to try anything else." That, okay. gin is amazing. That's okay. <laughs> like that if they don't sense. know what they're missing yeah, out. Like on. you should try vodka. You can put anything in it. It tastes like awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gin has those floral aromatics that you can almost drink it by itself. Yes, and I don't like it. Me neither. Yeah, it's strong. It's, it's got a. It's weird. Like Very a drink really taste. has to have a lot going on for me to not Notice. be bothered by the gin. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gin is like one of those up and coming spirits too. Is it? As with rum, you know, bourbon saw a big resurgence mm-hmm. in the last five or ten years. People are getting super into rum and gin. Like R- now, you'll see, which I never used to see, you see a lot of like twenty-year-old aged rums, huh? Things like that. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that ever. Yeah, no, rum was something I drank that I had to quit drinking because. It made me very good at talking to women, but then when it came time for the deed, it would take away my ability. And I was like, well, this is a catch fucking 22 I've ever had one. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta stop drinking this. Get out of my life, Ron. This is bad. I can can drink coconut uh, (laughs) some other way. It was very much like, this is a problem. So we people don't have rum spirits anymore. affect them in different ways. Yeah, no, I did. Was rum get, was like that. Know, some people can't tolerate tequila, or some people. I've had a lot of people seem to have bad experiences with gin. I could see. Yeah. I think There's because it's about it. You disguise yeah. the flavor enough sometimes that, and same with rum, uh, and then you go with way too much. That's maybe it. Too. Gin's not gonna not gonna taste good coming back up. No. No. Sorry. Even when somebody's like, "This is really good gin," out. I'm like, "I don't." I know you say that it might be expensive, but it does not taste good. That it's could be the, our next thing, Carol. We'll try to it? find a we'll try try to find a place that makes it. I, I bet you guys make a gin drink that we would like, even though it has gin in it. I think so. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, so for sure. So I take I take back that challenge idea. Maybe a gin fizzy. You ever heard of those? Slow gin fizz. Slow gin fizz. Yeah, we had a slow gin on the menu for the holidays. Blaine actually did the twelve days of gin and tonics too. Oh no. Blaine is quite creative. Yeah. I can tell. Mm-hmm. He loves it, what yeah. he does, yeah. Yeah, there's a spark yeah, gotta, in his eyes. I got to talk to Blaine about that uh, uh, vodka horchata. Oh, it's great. Yeah. And I got to go order some food for yeah, the, for yeah, the fam. Yeah, we'll, uh, we're definitely going to get some more stuff because this, is, this has been amazing. Uh, Billy Wayne Davis, thank you for joining us. Anytime you guys want to have me on this podcast, I will be on this podcast. Right? You seem to fit in quite nicely. And uh, what do you got to plug? Do you have anything coming up or anything? Uh, I'll be in Austin. I'm having a baby in early February. I'm not. My wife's doing, she's doing the majority of all the work, but she just yells at me every day. If you could carry the baby, would you? No. No, because I right? I already have, I have yeah, a nine year old. It's my second you one. You win. Yeah, no, that's fucking. I know to shut my mouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I won. The, yeah, I won this round. Yeah, uh, but I'll be in. I'm go back out on the road. Is the, the second one easier, as they say? I yeah, because I don't have weird expectations, and I don't have that. Uh, but for her, fear as of the well? unknown. No, like, is well, she she's this is her first one. Oh, so I I had sex before I met her right. one time. Well, we don't. Not when you we were can't get into rum, that. I was the <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of rum involved. I mean, if this was dining with uh, Dick, then we would talk about all that stuff. No, but, but yeah. this is D and K. But I think I my thing is I 
have helped her because she's panicked a couple of times. I've been like, no, 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 this is fine. You've been through it. So yeah, this is fine. This is very normal. And this is and, and you could just see her. And then every now and then she's like, I hate you. And you're like, let's fair. That is fair. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of me all the time either. You seem like you'd be a pretty good uh, birthing uh, part, you know, labor coach. Uh, we, we, uh, you're thank very you calm. For, thank you for saying that. I just had that. We've been interviewing doulas. Oh, and our doctor, she went to the doctor this morning. She came back and she was like, our doctor said we don't need a doula. And I was like, yeah, I don't. I think I'm the doula. You're I think a doula was invented because of enough. dumbass men who are like, I'm not going to be in there. And yeah, they need someone to be. A magazine in yeah. Area. And I don't mind that. I'll be get in there. You're and not going to have the baby in your bathtub at get home. in there. Roll no. your sleeves. I've seen it. Let's it's, do this. It's a beautiful, messy yeah. process is what it is. Oh, yeah. Here, I brought this for you. Something you hold over the kid's head your entire life. I watched you be born. It was disgusting. It is. Yeah, so I have said that to my son several times. But I was there when you came into the world. And you just see him be like, okay. Yeah, you didn't just drop out and do a dance. Yeah, you were gross, dude. No washer. We wanted to send you back. (laughs) (laughs) You're dirty. Hey, doctor, can you put put that kid back in there? Back in there. Yeah. Get a better one. Needs a few more months or get something. T- <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, why is he so whiny? <laughs> Karen, what do you got to plug? Sorry, Karen. Oh, it's the same as usual. Oh, although, if oh. you if you look on the D and K Instagram, I'll put how to go to the uh, rescue dog show because mm. they just sent me all the info. Uh, when is it? It's, it's the 11th, 12th, and 13th of this month. They dress them up? No. <laughs> He's all interested. It's a they shame I can't I'll be make there. it because I'll You'll be, be at San Francisco Sketch Fest doing. You're so good at <laughs> Douglas movies on December 12th, and then a Benson movie interruption at the beautiful gigantic Castro oh, Theater. That is it, and that's a, a yearly thing you do. Thirteenth. Well, it's going to be also the third in the series. We're uh, f- finishing out the. Uh, Fifty Shades movies. Oh, good. With Fifty Shades Free. Perfect place. Free. Yeah, we've watched all three of those movies there. Is it weird? Have you done a movie interruption yet? I don't think so. Oh, you would love it. You just sit in the front with a microphone and say what you... I've been kicked out of theaters for doing that. They do not like... You do have a deep voice. Sounds like you have a microphone already. Yeah. No, people are like, we can hear what you're saying. I'm like, that's why I'm saying it. So that'd be trouble. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I have... Before we go, I want to give you this gift. What? I know you love free clothes. I do. So this is a nice shirt. This is a James Pierce shirt that Uh no one is going to wear at my house. Oh, none of them like it? Well, it doesn't fit properly. If it doesn't fit you, you can give it to somebody else. Well, it's got long sleeves, so it's already stupid. It's nice. We're in Southern California, Karen. This is a nice shirt. You just, you wear this. It is a nice shirt. Even on a cold night, though, you go into a nightclub wearing this, you're going to be sweating like a son of a bitch. Where would you go skiing? Or on the plane. All right. On the plane. You know what? I'll wear it when I go skiing. Yeah. And then... (laughs) I got these for your son. Oh, Those well, are, thank what? you. Those are excellent He's going to be socks. so mad when I'm wearing them. Actually, he'll, he'll just think How I'm cool. How did you even know? Like, you didn't even know who the guest was going to be that today. Wasn't. They were going to be for you, but he showed up, and I love him so much, I gave him to him. Oh. <laughs> I, just, I like coming between old shirt? friends. That's my favorite. <laughs> I don't want that shirt. Yeah, I, don't I think want it. it's, it's nice, but it doesn't work for me. <laughs> but this works for me. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Cleaning oh, stuff. Glad we worked that out. Uh, Barrel and Ashes. Oh, so good. Thank you guys very much for coming. 11801 Ventura Boulevard. You're very good with the dates and the numbers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. I I like to show off. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) High out of my mind, but I know numbers. And um, what we decided was between? It's between Colfax 
and Laurel Canyon. Laurel Canyon. Those are oh. good. Those are two good ones. I was thinking to hang No, Wits it's farther up. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's surprisingly closer to Laurel Canyon farther than you think. Right? Yeah, but it's nice nicely equidistant because I came from Hollywood and we were able to shoot around on the uh, you know, the one on one to the Ventura to exit. The same, to the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so it was twenty slick. minutes from yeah. East LA. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't a bad drive. And um uh Dot com. What's the dot com? Is it just straight up your name? Barrelandashes.com. Do you guys have more locations or plans to have more locations? Uh, not right now, no. This, we're just, You're this just is it. killing it with this one. We're affiliated with some other cool restaurants in L.A., um, but this is the only barbecue restaurant. Oh, I like that. Affiliate. Yeah, what, is, yeah, what does that mean? We've got some friends. Wink, wink. We'll go there, too. How about? Elbow. You'd love them. Some of the best restaurants in L.A. Bestia. Yeah. Republique. Republique. The Rose Cafe in Venice. Do you think any of them broken would have? Spanish. Would they have us? Or oh, I, I could do so. broken Are you Spanish. much cooler than them? I can do I broken so. Spanish yeah. really good. We are mm, cooler poquito. than them, but I think they'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> have you well, guys ever eaten this broken Spanish? It's really good. No, I was just doing bad jokes. That's all I was doing. But yeah, but those places all sound amazing, and like what that's kinda, part of the fun of this is discovering all these places in L.A. What is? Yeah, L.A. does have like crazy great restaurants. So much. It's. Did you ever great. get reviewed by that? dude that passed away recently Gold. Gold. he was actually in here uh, he never really reviewed us but he was in here a lot he actually ate in here three weeks or so before he passed away and Whoa. the craziest thing is I talked to him went over there was talking about beer with him because I'm a big beer guy and he's a big beer guy and you would have never known he was sick it certainly didn't change yeah. what he ordered either yeah it just snuck up on him but he was uh, that movie uh, City of Gold is terrific and uh yeah, it makes sense that he would he would like it here. Yeah, no, it does. <laughs> that brisket, fuck me up. It's <laughs> the best way you I can describe. Give, you know, you got to give them something they can put in their uh, <laughs> it's in their press kit. Not you know, they can't say that the food fucked them. I think you can if you up. if you you can quote me on that. Billy Wayne Davis said this. If you that put brisket an asterisk in an ampersand, ampersand the, yes. you in the sea. <laughs> clean it up. Clean it up. I like, like that, that. You're, you guys are worried about the dick part, but Donna Karen's going to be pissed. That's who's going to be mad at you oh, guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. DK. Mm hmm. Did Donna Karen die? Wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, as long as you don't go DK Y. You guys are good. Everyone, <laughs> everyone in fashion is dead. We might go to New York, though. We want to take this on the road. So, again, to the listeners, if you have an amazing restaurant, maybe we'll come to you. Oh, that's smart. If you ask us to. Nashville We've been going all over L.A., and it was worth it to come out to Studio City today to uh, eat these fine foods and these amazing drinks. And, um, yeah. Thank you, guys. I think guys. that sums it all up for everybody, including Aristotle on the uh, on and off switch. Bon appetit, mother effers. Snow peas, brie cheese, our plates are clean. We dined with Doug and Karen. I like Donnie with Doug and Mommy. It's a good show. <laughs> <laughs>